All right. All right. So, yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, as always, you know, we are glad to have you back with us and we're glad to be with you. All right. We're here for episode 36 of the Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. <laughs> no, it never gets so It never do, bro. <laughs> I, I find myself laughing every single time. Every single time that he said this. Shout out, Stephen. I think we need to add one of the tips when you be going off on the top. Nah, we can pass on that. <laughs> we can pass on that, my boy. We're not going. We're not going to feed the lions out there. You know what we got going on. I'm not going to do that. It's Reduce Lunch Sports. Yes, 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 we are back again. Um, just want to start off by saying, um, hope everybody had a, a, a Merry Christmas. Hope everybody enjoyed their time with their family and their loved ones. And, uh, you know, here from the Sports Desk, we want to wish everyone a Happy New Year as well. All right, uh, we're recording the show on, on the Monday, the 30th of December. 2020 is fastly approaching, so Happy New Year uh, to all of our listeners and everybody who supports us out there each and every week. And it's your man, Black. We're back for another episode. Want to wish everyone a Happy New Year. Hope everyone enjoys their new year. Thank you for, to all our listeners, to everyone that support us. We appreciate all the love. Absolutely, absolutely. So I guess I introduce myself. Uh, my name is Dedra L. Hicks Jr., uh, one of your favorite sportsologists. Back at it one more time. And Black's already introduced himself. All right, so we're just going to keep it. We're just going to keep it going. All right, uh, a lot of things to discuss. A lot of things to discuss. NFL playoffs are set. We're going to go back and review Christmas Day. The college football playoffs have kicked off. Um, we're going to talk about our top five, man. We had a lot, a lot of interaction about our top five last week. We're going to touch some WWE and go over a few other little nuggets uh, before we get out of here. Uh, so, Black, how you doing today, man? Everything good? Yeah, man. Everything lovely, man. Everything's good. Ready Great. Great. Keep this thing going, man. I'm. I was kind of. Excited about this top five we finna get ready to get into, man. Yeah, we definitely finna yeah. get we definitely finna get into it, man. And last week, man, we did our top five sneakers, and man, it, it we got a lot of a lot of a lot of um, feedback, a lot of reaction play uh, off our top five. I'm gonna read a few of them um, from uh, some of the people who had something to say. And uh, let's see, let's see. First, I'm gonna shout out my man uh, at Quest Seven One Zero Eight Four. He said his number five, he says he's going to show his age on his list. All right. So he says number five was the Reebok Question Red Toe, the Allen Iverson. Okay. The Nike Penny 3, the Reebok Kamikaze, uh, the uh, Sean Kemp, uh, the Jordan Flu Game 12. All right. The leather, not the new buck ones. He made sure I said that. Okay. And uh, his number one overall shoe uh, was the Jordan 7, the Cardinals. The, that's the white, red with the green and yellow accents. In the tongue. Wow, so number one, huh? That's his number one shoe. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, my dog PJ uh, from the Reduced Lunch podcast uh, gave his top five. His number five was the uh, Air Jordan Grape Five, uh, the OG with the Nike on the back, uh, the Nike Air Max Sunset, uh, the Nike Air More Up Tempo 96. I believe that's a Scotty Pippen. Uh, the Air Jordan 4, OG White Cement. And his number one all time shoe is the Air Jordan 11 Concord. 
He said, that's the shoe uh, that made him want a pair of J's. So that's from my homeboy, uh, PJ Durrell. And uh, shout out to the committee podcast. Shout out to DBN uh, Report, uh, Archie Leach at SB Reports on 7, at SB Reports 706. Says his top fives are the infrared sixes, the Columbia 11s, the bread 13s, the uh, GMP uh, sixes, and the Flint 13s. So all J's, oh, all J's, all J's from a man here. And this is when it erupted. All his homeboys, when he posted his, and they, they came through. Um, at K Got Fans, uh, his is the Travis Scott six that recently released. Reflective Static Yeezy 350s. Wow. Uh, the Mama Bear SBs, the Platinum Tent 11s, and the Saint Toe One. So he got like a, a exotic list <laughs> of, um, of shoes. Stuff you can, it's yeah. hard to get. Yeah, yeah he, it's he, hard to he, get he, some he, of that stuff. He yeah, he has naming. an exotic list. So, no, that's just a few of our, um, a few of uh, some of the responses that we got uh, um, from our top five with our uh, top five sneakers last week. So it was a lot of fun. We appreciate everybody, uh, you know, taking the time out to hit us up on Twitter and engage. And that was a real fun one. You know, the top yeah, five. Yeah, it was. It was. It man. was. It was difficult too. I was asking a couple of uh, guys I worked with too, and he was like, "Bro, that's hard. Like, I need yeah. more. You got to give me some time on that." Like, yeah. I was like, Bro. "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." But I mean, I had a new top five the next day. Really? Like, after I heard the show, and I was like, man, it, it, are those really my top five? And then I went and was thinking to myself, I had another whole, the only shoe that stayed in my new top five when I was just doing it over my head was the Seaman 3. That was the only one that stayed. I forgot about the Space Jam 11, the Infrared 6, like. Yeah, I was solid on mine, man. Yeah. I was solid. Yeah. yeah. I guess the love for the shoe game is, is still strong. Yeah, you know, it is. You know. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, we're going to get into our new top five for this week. We're going to get into. Um, our favorite jerseys of all time. Uniform jerseys, no matter what sport. All right, we're going to get into that right now. But of course, you know, we have to set the tone. So we are back for another top five. So Black, let's kick it off with you, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm excited about this one. Uh, at number five, at number five, I got the Deion Sanders Atlanta uh, Atlanta Falcons. Okay. At number five. At number four, I got the white pinstripe Derek Jeter baseball jersey from the Yankees. From the Yankees. At number three. I have the Kevin Johnson, uh, Kevin Johnson's Phoenix Suns Raw. joint. Raw. Yeah, at Raw. number three. At number two, I got uh, the goat himself, MJ. The, uh, but I got the white, not the red. Uh, the, the, the white. The white and red? The white and the, red. The Chicago, Chicago incursive? Bull, yeah. Okay. No, 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 not incursive. Oh, just bulls. Just the bulls okay. one. Yeah, I got okay. the white one. And then at number one, my favorite jersey. I want this jersey. Never was able to get it. The the teal Larry Johnson Charlotte Hornets joint with the pinstripes with the pinstripes. Bro, that was my top five. I enjoyed this man. I ain't really enjoyed this. I was looking. I was like, man, I forgot how many jerseys 
like that you really like, but these ones right here were some of the ones I really, really wanted. That's a great list, man. That's that that's a great list. Yeah. That that Phoenix Suns was hard. Yes, it boy. was. Yes, it was. That Phoenix Suns was hard. That man, Kevin yeah. Johnson. I looked at it, I was like, boy, that Kevin Johnson. That that, is that one hard. was hard. That's a great <laughs> list. Okay, cool, cool. All right, so I'm gonna shoot my top five real quick. Uh at number five, I got the Lakers jerseys, the home and away. I have both of them in my possession, the 24, the number eight. Uh, that purple and gold, beautiful, man. That's my number five. My number four was anything the macho man Randy Savage wore to the ring. Wow. Anything. I love the colorful trunks with the three stars in the front with the boots. I love the little robe he wore out with the with the little headband. Uh-huh. The macho man had so much swag. Like he 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 brought swag to wrestling before Shawn Michaels and The Rock and Ric Flair. Not, well, well, no, Ric Flair was bringing swag right along with Macho Man, but anything Macho Man wore to the ring. My number three jersey, the all-teal Vancouver Grizzlies jersey when they first came Ooh. into the league. That uh, I think uh, started Damon Stoudemire, Mike Bibby. Mike the Bi- Mike I seen Bibby. that Mike Bibby one the day that all. Yes, sir, that jersey. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get that jersey, too. That jersey is hard, man. Uh, my number two jersey. I had this Penny Hardaway all black pinstripe Orlando Magic jersey oh, when they yeah. first came out. I remember out. when you had that. Boy. Man, <laughs> I, I love that jersey. I'm so mad I dogged it out, man. I'm going to get me I another one. I'm going to get that. me another one. And uh, my number one jersey of all time is pretty much anything the Oregon Ducks wear on Saturday. It doesn't matter what they wear. It could be the, the green top with the black pants and the matted helmet or the all yellow with the green helmet. They are the most fashionable, trendy program when it comes to uniforms man of course with phil knight being an alum and a graduate from the university of oregon they gonna get that but anything the ducks win on saturday sign me up yeah all right so okay yeah man so those are our top five so once again if anybody wants to kind of give you input on your favorite jerseys no matter what sport if, it, if they're a wrestler a mma fighter nba nfl college football college basketball hey it doesn't matter whatever you got you know y'all can just let us know about it man so that was pretty good. All right. So yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, that yeah, was pretty yeah. fun. So we're gonna keep it coming. Get harder and harder when you know we try to make these up, man. But um, this was a good one right here. All right, so we're gonna transition into our sound of the week. We're gonna get back in contact with the wrestling vibes. We got a good one here. Uh, I know my man Rocky Mob. Yeah. Uh, he uh floods the show a lot, but he's engaging with Triple H. Um, uh, Triple H is claiming for a world title fight, and uh, this is a uh, really funny man. Well, I'll tell you what. You let The Rock remind you the last time we went one-on-one, it was China who nailed The Rock in his corporate jewels, giving you the Intercontinental title. But I'll tell you what, no, 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 no. But I'll tell you what, The Rock said it before, and he'll say it again. You go one-on-one with the great one, makes your monkey ass famous. Tonight, Tacoma <laughs> world title match. Yeah, tonight, no, the championship on the line. No, right? So now, so now, Triple H, The Rock says, what you gonna do when the 24... No, wait, that's not it, that's not it. That's not it. Hold on, that's not it. Oh, this is it, this is it. (laughs) To be the man, woo, you gotta beat... No, wait, that's not it. That's not it. Oh, this is it. Ooh, yeah, dick... Oh, damn it, that's not it either. (laughs) Don't worry, yours is no better. Oh, wait, this is it. This is it. I am the best there is, the best there... No, wait, that's not it either. (laughs) That damn sure ain't it. (laughs) 
This is it. The most electrifying line in sports entertainment today. If you smell what the rock is cooking. Yes, man. I mean, <laughs> for him to go down and do Hogan's and Ric Flair's, Macho Man's, Bret Hart's before he got to his, man. Just another, just another moment we can glorify the Rock's uh, ability on the microphone, man. The best man. on the mic, man. Yeah, the man. Best I, on I the think he's the best. Man. I think he. It's close between him and Flair, but um, he the best, man. All right, man. So we're gonna transition out uh, of our sound of the week. We're gonna head into our tweet of the week, man. So black. It's no, uh, it's no secret, man. What took place uh, this weekend? Uh, the college football, uh, football playoffs uh, took off, uh, took place this weekend, and we had a lot of people tweet, man. We had a lot of people um, just giving their, you know, just their most brutal thoughts of what they were witnessing while watching this game. But I got a couple of them here uh, just to bring it full circle. All right, so we got at Mecca Don Music. He said the problem is that. Is that there was really no deserving fourth team? He don't believe it was a fourth team that was deserving to make it a playoff this year. It was clear Ohio State, Clemson, LSU were in a different tier. But because it's mandatory for a fourth team, they had to put somebody in there. So all of y'all need to stop clamoring for eight teams. L M A O, no. So that was from him. Uh, at Eric Lopez E L O. Hopefully this puts an end to, and I know it won't, to the nonsense. To talk about, oh, the best teams are not in the ACC. It doesn't matter. ACC was not good this season, but Clemson is still the best in the country. We are definitely going to find out on January 13th if LSU can beat the champs. I like that, man. Hey, I like that too. Hey, shout out Drake, man. Shout out Drake, man. Shout out, uh, you know, views. Y'all can get that on iTunes right now. All right, so let's get into it, Black. This past Saturday, the college football playoff took place in the Peach Bowl at 4.30 on Saturday. <laughs> and I'm just going to keep it real. You know, last week on the Sports Desk, man, we were saying, hey, we think it's going to be a competitive game. Hey, we think, you know, it could come down to the wire, but it didn't. Let's just get right into it. LSU absolutely embarrassed, crushed, destroyed, put the shame. The Oklahoma Sooners, 63 to 28. Black, <laughs> Mr. Burrow, we're not going to call him Joe anymore. It's Mr. Burrow. For mm-hmm. him to be responsible for not one, not two, not three, not four, five, six, not seven, but eight total touchdowns going 29 for 39, only 10 incompletions, 493 yards, uh, college football playoff record, seven touchdown passes, College football record. What do we make of this, Black? First off, I want to ask you what you thought about the game. And what are your thoughts going into this championship game? Well, first of all, I want to say that game was an embarrassment to the college football playoff. <laughs> but at the same time, um, like I agree with the first guy tweet, we're really seeing uh, Clemson, Ohio State, and LSU. They're just on a different level. Uh, not saying that. Oh, not saying that Oklahoma is a bad team, which they're not. They're but not. they just not on a level with those guys. No, and we clearly seen that from the coin flip. Facts from the kickoff. If you, I'm going coin flip. We seen it. <laughs> um, the game was over in the first quarter. Yes, it was over, man. Um, yes, 
I personally thought Joe Burrow wasn't, I thought he was going to struggle at first because I know how it could be with that, that Heisman traveling and mm-hmm. making a whole bunch of appearances here and there, mm-hmm. missing practice. But this guy, <laughs> didn't skip a beat, man. Didn't skip a beat. And shout out to, uh, shout out to uh, Jeffries, man. Four touchdowns, 272 yards or something like on. <laughs> I think he had under 10 catches. Yes. The receiver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeffries, yeah. I think he had under 10 catches with like 270. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, yeah. 14 receptions. 14 receptions. 227 okay. yards and four total touchdowns. Amazing. Amazing, Amazing, man. man. Amazing. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to Randy Moss' son, man. Yeah, man. Uh, just yeah. out there, just five catches, hundred yards, touchdown. Wreaking, wreaking havoc. It's mm-hmm. just that's a well-oiled machine over there, man. All them boys, that's eight. a well-oiled all machine. These, all these receivers, eight man. Borrow yeah. touch. Uh, eight he hit everybody. Receivers. He, he hit everybody. He had eight different receivers, man. Yeah, he hit everybody. But man, that's it. It was embarrassing, man. And I can remember you even saying something like. We really don't get good semifinal games like that. Like, right. if it wasn't for Clemson or Ohio State, we would have had snoozers, yeah, you know, man. for the for the playoffs. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Hope we got lucky that that was a, a good competitive game down to the wire. Yeah, you know. So and that and that game was a, a good one also. But yeah, we're man, get like to that one. Yeah, we're LSU, get to that, one. <laughs> that offense, like we're really going to see. On the on the 13th, man, like something gonna have to give. We're gonna know? see facts. We're gonna see. In my eyes, in my eyes, I really think LSU hasn't played uh offense like uh Clemson's yet this we're year. We're gonna get to that game. We're okay. gonna get to that oh, game. Oh, we're gonna yeah, get there. Gonna okay, get all right, game. cool. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm I'm play a clip from uh from Jalen Hurts here uh, real uh quick. You know, going in, I've been a Hurts fan, man. Ever ever since he's been in Alabama, I just like the kid. Just personally, I like him. I like his demeanor. I like how he talks. I like what he represents. I like how he go about his business. He's been none, nothing good for Alabama and Oklahoma. And I, I hated to see him get <laughs> ran up out of a stadium like he did. But, you know, what happened. But, you know, the, the kid still kept his character, man. I just want to play this clip real quick from Hurts. Uh, you know, it's, just, it's hard to just sit here and reflect on four years, a whole year with my brothers this year. All of that right now, um, you know, it, it hurts me. You know, we, I mean, you, you talk about how much it means to you and the team. It's supposed to hurt, and this this is not a good feeling. You know, this is a feeling I've never felt before. I mean, hurts me in my heart. You know, you know, when I decide to come to this school, I told Coach Riley I'm gonna go win your national championship, and, and I failed to do that. Mm. Um, and moving forward, I definitely hope, you know, I, I've already told them. I hope that you guys learn from this. I hope everybody learns from this. And it, and it hurts It hurts me the most because usually when you come up short in something, you can come back and you, you can fix it. I can't come back and fix it. Mm. I'll never play college football again. Man. It that hurt. That's me, man. hard, man. That's hard, man. But Dang. he just was being humble. He was being humble in defeat and um, you know, just expressing himself. So I still want to tip my hat to Jalen Hurts on a phenomenal season that they had, but you know, it's not time for that right now. It's time just to give LSU LSU all the glory. And that's <laughs> what I'm gonna do. Joe Burrow was godlike out there on the field. I mean, for this man to win the Heisman, be on this vigorous traveling schedule, he had the flu as well, caught the flu. He didn't even practice. He barely practiced getting ready for this Oklahoma game. He was only with his team for, I think, four days uh, getting ready for this game. And for him to come out and do what he did, man, shout out to my boy Charles Evans, man. 
Charles said it weeks ago. He thinks Burrow's season that he's having right now could be the greatest in college football history. And he's showing this stuff to be right. Right up there with Tebow's season, Jameis Winston, Cam Newton, all these remarkable players who had great season in college football, Mike Vick. Like, this kid is going to surpass that if they win this championship. If he comes out in this championship game and has a crazy performance again, then we got to have a real conversation. A real one. But... We got time for that. But this performance was flawless, man. For him to hit nine different receivers, nine different receivers, they basically scored on every drive. He had a rushing touchdown as well. You know, this is ridiculous. This man was responsible for all eight eight out of the nine touchdowns. Eight of the nine he was responsible for. The quarterback. They said he was the best player in college football. He showed it, man. He's showing it. He showed it. He definitely is. Bar none, man. They dropped six to three points on on the then 12-1 Big 12 champion. And there was a lot of conversation about SEC, SEC. I went to Twitter. I was like, nah, it's not SEC. It's LSU. LSU was the best team no matter what conference it is. Hands down. Hands down. They showed that they were the best team in college football hands down the whole year. If they was in the Big Ten, the Big 12, the Pac-12, I don't care what they – I don't want to hear SEC. Even though the SEC had a good conference this year, they did. Auburn, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, they had a lot of really good teams there. But LSU mollywhopped all of them. All of them. No one could stand close to them. Not even close. And I was telling Sad on Twitter, I said, hey, look. I don't think another SEC school, I don't think Georgia could have played Oklahoma like that this year and they put 63 points on them. I don't think Florida would have put 63 points no on way. Oklahoma. No I way. ain't saying they, they wouldn't have not beaten them. I'm saying they wouldn't embarrass them. You know what I'm saying? Like LSU did. LSU just clear cut ahead of everyone. And you know, and you want to know what else is, uh, it's, it's not crazy to me. I just, you got to respect it. Not like these kids before they even play the game, they already know. Mm-hmm. So they talking like, look, bro, I, I ain't trying to sound cocky or nothing, but we just better than them. We better. Ain't nothing they all. They ain't nothing they defense gonna be able to do right. to stop us. Right. And, uh, the the wide receiver Chase, he was like, yeah. I don't see nothing, nothing to worry about with Oklahoma, and they showed it. <laughs> they showed why they wasn't worried about Oklahoma because you can you can pretty much thank uh, LSU. We seeing SEC defenses on uh, every Saturday. What is this Big 12 Oklahoma defense is going to do to us? What are they going to do? And then they torched uh, SEC defenses this year. Torched them. Mm -hmm. Not even close. I think the closest game they had was with Florida. And they beat Florida by 14 points. Nuts. Come on, man. Like, really? Nuts. It's it's, 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 it's insane, like, what what they're doing. Nuts. (laughs) Like, I'm impressed, man. I'm highly impressed. Like... Burrow, he he up there, man. You're gonna have to put him up there. And then especially if he going to beat the defending champs on the 13th, like what can you what else can and then he show out in that too? What else are you gonna be able to say about this guy? Yeah. I mean, I, I come I went toe-to-toe with Charles for a little bit on that when he said it because I'm just such a big fan of Cam Newton and Jameis Winston's uh Heisman seasons. And he might as well throw T Bowls in there too. Um, but this is ridiculous. Yeah. 80% completion rate still. Still, mm-hmm. still with one game to go. So, you know, you know, we'll see. We'll see. So, total domination by the Tigers, the LSU Tigers, taking care of the Sooners, man. They will be and have advanced and I seen to the National Championship game. I seen the interesting little stat on Twitter uh, yesterday. They say that LSU is 40 points shy 
of Florida State's 2013 20, scoring, scoring record. Oh, man. So we I knew they was see. close. I knew yeah, they was close. It's 40, they're 40 points shy from, from tying. Yeah. From tying the record. I knew they was close. So we, we're we going to see if they'll be able to do it. We're going to see. Yeah, I, I knew they was close. I didn't know how close they were, but I, I knew they was close yeah. to, to, to breaking that record because a lot of people don't remember or understand that, hey, you know, Florida State got that all-time record. <laughs> they got it. So, you know, we just want to remind you real quick. We got it. All right, so let's move along to uh, the Fiesta Bowl, the heavyweight match, the slugfest that took place. Uh, in the Fiesta Bowl in Arizona, they had the Clemson Tigers defeating uh, the number two ranked Ohio State Buckeyes 29 to 23. Uh, we were recording the decade show uh, while this game was on, and you can catch that right now on SoundCloud and iTunes right now. Uh, a year in review, I mean, excuse me, a decade in review by the sports that you can catch that right now. But, Black, um, this is what we thought it was gonna be. This was a slugfest, it was a chess match, and I'm not surprised Clemson won, but I was shot in the way Ohio State lost. Um, but it came down to what I've been saying since this matchup was announced. Coach. Coaching. Mm-hmm. Ohio State jumped down on Clemson. It was looking like a blowout. It was. I believe it was 16 and 13 or 16 to nothing. Yeah, and while we were sitting here, we yeah. seen a 70 yard touchdown on house. And what I was telling y'all, <laughs> I was telling you and Papa Gary, chill. They okay? It's fine. Ohio State, they supposed to jump out. But when they got down, when they got down to and they went inside that locker room, the adjustments was made. The better coach prevailed. Dabo Sweeney, his coaching staff, his defensive coordinator, they put down a game plan to pretty much only allow another touchdown from the Buckeyes. Now, I know we had some interesting calls. We had the fumble. Uh, um, um, Justin, De- J- uh, Justin Ross, Ross fumbled, yeah. and Ohio State took it back for the touchdown. And then in the first quarter, we had the Dobbs touchdown that was uh, overturned where they say he didn't have complete control, kind of like the Dez Bryant catch in the Green Bay game. Yeah, That's what they're comparing it to. But besides all that, the highlight point for that game for me, Black, was is, I think it was a tie game. And no, no, no. I think Ohio State was up like two or three, some a field goal or something. I'm not really sure at this moment. But sunshine, oh sunshine, <laughs> 98 did, yard drive down the field, carved them boys up. Ohio State defense got number one first round picks everywhere. They got potential number one overall. They got the best DB in the in the country on their team. They flooded with speed. After Sunshine took that big hit in the second quarter, and when it looked it bad, and we didn't know if he was gonna come back, and then he strikes out for an 80-something yard touchdown, last uh drive, last minute drive, the score touchdown to take the lead. I've been telling people all along, why y'all forgetting about this man? They people tend to because he's in the ACC. Why, That's why, why. Did do y'all not remember what happened <laughs> last year? Y'all do know Clemson is the reigning defending champion. Y'all do, know, y'all do know Trevor Lawrence was a starting quarterback for the Clemson Tigers in that championship game who beat Alabama by 40. Y'all remember him, right? <laughs> and I'm so glad he got that opportunity and not to disrespect Ohio State because they had a very good team. But this kid showed y'all all that yah, 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 yah that y'all got. Don't forget about me. I'm only 19 and I already got a national championship ring and I'm coming for number two. <laughs> so I was very impressed with Clemson's resolve. Tip my hat to Dabo Sweeney. I'm personally very afraid of Dabo. I don't think Clemson's going anywhere. Oh, they're not. The ACC is locked down for the moment. I just hope somehow, some way, my nose can get in there and make it interesting. But Dabo got it on lock. But back to this game, Black, what did you see? 
What did you think about the performances by Trevor Lawrence? And then what do you think about the coaching? You know, as we've been talking, what do you think about the coaching and how it turned out Clemson winning this game? Well, first, I'm going I'm to touch the coaching first. Uh, we, see, we see it every year with Dabo since he's, becoming, he's become that guy. Yep. Like, he has the staff and a staff that's very well paid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to, to make the adjustments when mm-hmm. they need to be made. Not once did you see him on the sideline getting hot, getting frustrated. He might have went to his defensive coordinator. Okay, you know, what's going on with this? What, what can we do? How can we fix this? Mm-hmm. You've seen it. you never seen their demeanor. No one, you never seen their demeanor change on the sideline. Because mm-hmm. they know they're going to be able to make the adjustments that they need to make. Now, to be honest with you, Ohio State was was ripping Clemson defense up. And that's a, that's a top five defense in the nation in college football. Absolutely. Ohio State was ripping them to shreds. But adjustments. Second half. Adjustments. They went in the locker room, like you said, and made those adjustments that they need to make. And what? Clemson only scored, what, one more touchdown in the second half? Of, the, of that State, game? Or Ohio State. one more. Ohio State scored one more touchdown. Like, come on, man. You, you make adjustments. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm just, I'm just in awe with Dabo, man. And... <laughs> To see his press conference after the game is amazing because he's always smiling through whatever. Great energy. Even when he loses, he's smiling. Oh, great energy. You know what I'm saying? He just got great energy. He got the energy. And that's what them kids want to see, man, as a coach. Yeah. Like, my coach, man, just energized all the time, no matter what the situation is. That's why I want That's why I want uh, our sons to be a part of something like that. Oh, yeah, right? man. Of course. That's, yeah. that's, that's contagious right there. That's contagious. And of course. those guys showed up in the second half. Well, they were getting they were getting their hand to them. They were getting beat up. They was getting pushed off the ball. Yeah, man. In the first half. But in the second half, totally different ball game. Yeah, absolutely. Mr. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> sunshine. Oh, sunshine. Oh. This kid once again has grew up before our eyes again. <laughs> Show why. Like you said, D, don't forget about me. Please. I might be in the trash ACC, but I'm still the best quarterback in college football next to Mr. Joe Burrow. Mr. Yes. The Mr. Kid, <laughs> this kid took over this game with his legs, man. With his legs. I know he this had. This kid almost rushed for over 100 yards in this game. He did rush and for people, over 100. He had 107 and, yards rushing. I didn't even know. I knew he could move a little bit, Black. I knew he could get out the pocket and make it. But when he you turned, didn't know he could move like that. When he turned that corner and got upfield with all of that speed out there from the Buckeyes, and no one can run him down, I said, "Oh, oh okay." And we oh. and, 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 and we're just going to remind you that he's six six two thirty, a beast doing all that, a beast. Like man. this kid just showed me once again why he's one of the best. And he may not do a. It, it may not. It may not be a lot. It may not be in the in the in the biggest moments. That's when he shines bright in yeah. the biggest moments. Yeah. Because people want to say, oh man, they they can they can do that because the ACC is so trash throughout the year. They really don't have no competition. So what? So what you gonna say? I don't now? care. So what you gonna say? I don't want to hear these. Y'all talking about? Oh man, they get, they got robbed. Ohio State got robbed. ACC oh, shouldn't even. On, man. Clemson shouldn't even be there because they don't play anybody. That's not Clemson's fault that the ACC is bad this year. Oh, we're not going. That's not their that. fault. We're not going to glorify that here. Listen, <laughs> give me Trevor Lawrence any day of the week. That's, man, that's any no day question. of the week. Any day of the week. I no question. And and, and 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 like Fred say, I hope the Jaguars tank the next two years <laughs> and bring Mr. Lawrence to Jacksonville. Please, I yeah. want him there. 
But man, the the game was great, man. Just overall, it was. man. Back like and forth. I just and I want to give a shout out to um those DBs from Ohio State, man. Like Ballers, man. None of Clemson wide receivers were able to get off and do anything. Yeah, Ross would couldn't anything. do nothing. Ross couldn't do nothing. Even the yeah. other two guys couldn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Like those guys showed up and played ball and they showed why your boy I can't even pronounce his name, Maduko or whatever his name is. Akuda. Akuda Jeff Akuda. Show why he's finna be a top five pick in this draft. Yeah. Like the kid Best is a, in the game. The, the kid is a beast, man. If y'all didn't get to see that game, you might want to go try to get it replayed on ESPN or something to go take a look at that game. But yep. overall, man, the the best game of the weekend, man. Oh yeah, I'm happy that we got that game, and uh, I hope that the national championship lives up to be even just as good as that. Oh yeah, definitely, man, definitely. It was a great game. So I guess we could transition right into. Uh, now, we're not going to give our prediction. We're going to save that for our next episode, but we are going to talk a little bit about what we do have uh, with this game. I mean, you got the best team who I've been saying, they've been the best team in the country all year long due to their resume in LSU against the reigning defending champion. I mean, how? what more do you want? What a better scenario that you got the best team in the country, which is LSU, against the reigning defending champion. These boys have won 28, 29 games in a row, and they got the crown. And for LSU to be champions, for LSU to solidify as this to be one of the greatest seasons ever, they got to take it from the champ. And man, I'm going to toss and turn, rake my brain to come up with who I think is going to win this football game. But thank God I ain't got to give y'all an answer now. (laughs) I got a few more days to give you another answer, but I think it's going to be an all-timer. I think it's going to be one of the most dr- drama-filled, dramatic games we've ever seen. And truly, the winner of this game will truly deserve it. Coach O versus Coach Dabo Sweeney. I mean, you talking about motivators. You talking about leaders. You talking about inspiration for, they, for their teams. Like, these dudes are virtually identical. Coach O and, and Dabo Sweeney are virtually identical, man. And I would love to play for either one of them. Yeah. I would love for my son to go play for either one of them, you know? So yeah. I think it's going to be a good one, Black. So it kind of tease the people, you know, kind of your early thoughts on this game, Black. Listen, first I want to say this much about this game. If many people don't know, I'm pretty sure you do. This game is in New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh, man, man, so, man. So uh, this is basically uh, finna be a home game for LSU. Man, man, man. So this is going to be very exciting. I'm, 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 I'm anticipating that this crowd is going to be insane. Man. I'm thinking this crowd may be pro LSU more oh, than anything. Absolutely, but um, man, we we fin- we we gonna have a show, man. We gonna have a show. Um, like D said, I I'm up and down with this, but I kind of know where I'm leaning towards. But yeah, right. it's kind of difficult right now to say because <laughs> both teams are playing out their minds, man. And then you got one team who went through something, who had to really fight and get a win. And that stuff helps when it comes to games like this, mm-hmm. when you have to really go through something and deal with something. Um, I really feel like I really feel like LSU haven't really had to deal with anything yet this year, no real adversity yet this year because they've been demolishing everybody in their path. Yeah, their closest game was but, that Florida game. Yeah, that's their closest game, and they won that by 14. 14. But yeah. uh, we're going to see. You know, we're going to mm-hmm. see Clemson has been in games where they had to dig deep. If nobody don't remember, they had to play North Carolina and it came down to 
a last minute drive to fail no two point conversion. Fail two point conversion. Yeah, overtime. So yeah, I think stuff like that matters at this time of year in college football when you have to deal with certain situations. And then with Ohio State, that's another one. Right. But man, I'm excited, man. Like like you said, the Coach O versus Dabo. What? <laughs> it don't get no better than this. It really don't. Like these, it really don't. These two. These two are the best coaches. And once again, like you said, D, it's going to come down to coaching, coaching. in this game. And I know all I know Joe Burrow on the field, all these receivers from LSU, all these guys from Clemson. It's going to come down to Coach O and Dabo. Yeah, you I that's mean, what it's gonna come down to. Yeah. And then and then and then, and then we have a, we have so many gifts in this game. We got a treat of the two best quarterbacks in college football, duking it out. Hands down, these are the two best quarterbacks in the game. Like, we're pro quarterbacks. The, both of these guys are going to be number one overall picks. This year in Joe Burrow and next year in uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Like, th- we got a treat here. And, and, and for all the college football fans, hey, y'all, y'all treasure this moment. You know, <laughs> look forward to it, man, and enjoy it. So we, we don't get see. it too often. Not, not this. Not like this. Not this. So this I, is a super heavy man. You got fight. you got the Tigers versus the Tigers. Like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah, I'm like excited. it's fin- it's 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 finna be wild. I would be shocked if this is just a snoozer. I would be shocked. I would be shocked if this game is not I don't competitive. Think so. I don't like, think so. I would really be shocked. But man, like, we'll I can't wait, man. I hate yeah. that it's on all the way to the 13th. But yeah, we got some time. You, man. you these guys get 15 days to, to prepare, prepare for one another. To rest up. Like it, it's it's crazy. I'm excited, man. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. So so yeah, so we'll be covering the national championship game as it approaches. Uh that's gonna be happening in another two weeks. All right, so we'll keep it locked uh uh with that. All right, all right. So let's move on to the New Year's six day bowl games. Uh I think they kick off tonight. Uh you have the ninth ranked Florida Gators taking taking on the twenty-fourth ranked Virginia Cavaliers in the Orange Bowl. Black will start there. Uh, what are you expecting with this game? And uh, give us a winner in this game. Um, ain't really much to talk about about this one. Um, <laughs> I like Florida by fourteen in this one. Um, okay. I don't. Th- you know what? Excuse me. Uh-huh. Florida by twenty one in this one. Nope. I take that back. Um, Florida's showing all year. You know, I hate to say it, but it is what it is. Florida's been uh tops a top team this year all year. Uh, about none, you know, if if they would have got past Georgia, we may be talking about a different situation here. Mm-hmm. But uh, they didn't. But overall, they've been a really good team this year. Bounce back, having a good year. Uh, I mean, Virginia just ain't got enough, man. They don't. Even, I feel like they don't even supposed to be there. But they're there. <laughs> That's it. Is what it is. Florida yeah. by twenty one, man. Yeah, same here. I'm not gonna spend a lot of time here. Florida superior team. They got the more ta- more talent. Uh, this Virginia call putting them in this orange bowl, I think is complete trash. Not a disrespect to Cavaliers. Congrats to those kids for having this moment. Uh, they deserve it. But as a fan, I don't want to see this game. I'll peek my head in and see what's going on. The, the great thing that could happen is of course, Florida just getting upset by Virginia. I would love to see that, but I don't think that's going to happen, but I got Florida big. I got Florida by like 28. Like, I think it's going to be a total. <laughs> just a total beatdown, man, in this Orange Bowl, man. So that's pretty much all I got for the uh, for the Orange Bowl. Okay, moving along on uh, New Year's Day, we're gonna get into the Citrus Bowl real fast. You got the 14th ranked Michigan Wolverines against the 13th ranked Alabama Crimson Tide. New Year's Day, one o'clock. Uh, Black, what you got with this game, and who's winning? Uh, I I think this one could could be highly competitive at first, but I think. Alabama being who Alabama is, they, you know, 
they pull away at some point. Um, I like Alabama. I like Alabama by fourteen over uh, the Wolverines. I think it's gonna be closer than that. A lot of you got to remember a lot of these Alabama kids preparing for the draft, so some of these kids might not even be playing. You know, you got to forget. You got to remember, Tua's not there. Even though, um, what's the backup for Alabama? The kid um, out of, uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. I know his last name is Jones. Though. Right. I can't remember his first name. Yeah, he had a a, a great game against Auburn. Yeah. I mean, uh, he did. But um, but none of the kids came out and said they're not playing this game. So okay. I'm thinking everybody's just looking like everybody's going to okay. be playing. Okay. So shout out to my pops. He's going. He's going to this game. So really? the game is in Orlando. Okay. He's a Michigan fan. So he's going to be going to the game. But I'm gonna go Alabama. But I'm gonna go close. I'm gonna go Alabama by touchdown. Okay. I think it's going to be close. I think uh, that humidity and that heat that we got going on right now is going to play a part with Michigan and Alabama. But uh, I'm still get Alabama to nod. I got them by a touchdown. All right, we're going to move to the Rose Bowl. Uh, one of the more interesting games I'm looking forward to seeing on New Year's Day at 5 p.m. You got the sixth-ranked Oregon Ducks uh, champions out of the Pac-12. And then you got the second-place uh, runner-up in the Big Ten, the number eight, Wisconsin Badgers Black. Uh what you seeing in this game or who you got winning it? Um, I think it's going to be a, a pretty decent game. I see they, right now uh, they have Wisconsin favored by three points in this game. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so uh, I'm thinking I'm I'm thinking this one, if Wisconsin can control the ball with uh, Jonathan Taylor and, you know, they can get that run game, you know, going and keep the ball out of Oregon hands, they may have a good chance in this game, but I don't think they're going to be able to do this. I like uh, I like Oregon by a touchdown in this one. Yeah. I'm ro- I'm rolling with Oregon in this one. I think uh, Herbert, you know, he has a good game on his last game plan for Oregon. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you as well. I got Oregon by uh, a touchdown as well. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to get a chance to show his stuff. Justin Herbert is going to get a chance to show the, his stuff as they go into the NFL draft. Um, I think both of these teams are kind of evenly matched. Uh, mm-hmm. Wisconsin got a, a solid defense. Oregon with a solid offense and vice versa. You got a, a solid defense from Oregon. And you got a solid uh, offense from Wisconsin. So I think this is a great matchup. I'm looking forward to this game actually, but I'm going to roll the Ducks uh, by a touchdown. All right, last but not least, uh, in the New Year's six-day games, you got the fifth-ranked Georgia Bulldogs uh, going to New Orleans for the Sugar Bowl. All right, they'll be taking on the Baylor Golden Bears on New Year's Day at 845. This is the nightcap game on AB, uh, ESPN. Excuse me. So, Black, what are we seeing with this game, and uh, who's going to win it? Uh, I'm really, honestly, to be honest with you, I'm really not interested. <laughs> but um, it is what it is. Uh, they, they, have, they have Georgia favorite by five points, you know, leading up to that game. On New Year's Day, but mm-hmm. um, last year Texas took them out in the same bowl game. So I don't know if I don't. I know Baylor has a good defense. Offensively, I don't know what's going on with that quarterback situation. I know they played like three different quarterbacks against o- Oklahoma, and I remember you saying there was one kid that was like dynamic that yeah. they, that they let play. So I don't know what the quarterback situation is. So I'm I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll with Georgia in this one uh, by ten. Yeah. Uh, wow, really by 10. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm taking Baylor, man. I think Baylor's gonna upset uh Georgia. Um okay. Georgia's offense, man, I don't know what happened to them uh midway through. Well, after they lost to South Carolina, but they've been virtually like non-existent. I they mean they showed up against Florida. They they did show up against Florida, but that's <laughs> it. I just think Baylor is an exciting team to watch. Um they put up a lot of points. That quarterback situation, though, D. But they had all three of them, and then all three of them was balling. Like, they ain't well, missed a beat. They, they they put up a lot of points. And I'm, I'm going to take Bella because, you know, their head coach is up for an NFL job. His okay. name is going around uh, the rumor mill for possibly getting into the NFL. So, 
I'm gonna take Bella to upset the dogs. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a three point game. Okay. I'm gonna call Bella with the upset. I'm, I'm gonna check it out because I I remember uh we was chatting back and forth and jabbing when Oklahoma and Bella played. And Bella jumped up on Oklahoma like they did, but Oklahoma ran them down. So I've been paying attention to them, you know, ever since. So I'm gonna go with Bella. All right, so that's gonna wrap up uh, college football for this week. Of course, keep it locked here to the sports desk. We'll be talking about the national championship game. We'll review the New Year's Six Day uh, bowl games on our next episode. So keep it locked here. All right, so we're gonna transition into the National Football League. So we're going to get into it, man. The National Football League, man. Um, We're set. We are set. The playoffs are set. We got times. We got what day they're going to be playing. There's no more conversation. There's nothing else to talk about. We are ready for the 2019-20 NFL playoffs. But before we get into that, man, you know, I just want to take a little minute, man, just to, you know, let these tears fall. You know what I'm saying? My Cowboys fell short. Uh, we needed some help yesterday. Finished the season eight and eight. Very disappointing uh, season. I just thought it was our turn, man. I just felt I, I felt like we, you know, we signed Zeke and 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 you know, I just felt like you know it, this was our turn. It's my turn. It is. You told me it was my turn. You can talk all that you want hey, to, hey, yell and scream. Hey, you hey, lost. It is my you turn. You lost the game. It's my turn. Take as long as you want. You're still lost. Take me. Yeah. So. I really thought it was our turn, but I'm not going to spend any time talking about my Cowboys. We can get into that later. Hopefully, I get some breaking news in the next, I don't know, hour and 15 minutes while we're recording the show that I got a head coach that's on his way out the door. But enough about the Cowboys, Black. Let's get to it, man. Mm -hmm. The 2020 playoffs are set. Let's get into the games that we got going on starting Wild Card Weekend this Saturday. All right, the first game out the shoot at 435. Great game. You got the 10-6 Buffalo Bills traveling, all right, to the Houston, Texas, winners of the uh, AFC South. That game will be taking place at 435. And the nightcap, you will have the Tennessee Titans, all right, traveling to Foxborough at 825 on CBS, uh, facing uh, the NFC, I'm excuse me, AFC East champion, New England Patriots. So let's start there. Of course, your number one seed is the Baltimore Ravens, home field advantage throughout. And then your number two seed, the Kansas City Chiefs, man. We, I'm going to talk about them in a second. They are your number two seed uh, for these playoffs. So let's start with the first game. We got Buffalo and we got Houston. Black, give me a winner, man, and tell me why. <laughs> this is a good one here, boy. This is a good one, D. Mm-hmm. You know I've been high on Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, I've been high on them, man. And um, of course the they you know it's everybody resting their players getting ready for the playoffs. So Facts. it's no it's no it's nothing to really even be said. But um mm-hmm. I know Houston, man, Houston's a good team with Deshaun, D Hawk, uh those guys, pretty decent defense. But man, I'm I'm going to roll with the Bills in this one. Who? I'm going to roll with Buffalo in this game. Who? Buffalo. Hey. I'm going to roll with Buffalo in this game, man. Hey. Um, I th- hey. <laughs> it's, it's something. <laughs> I know you wait to do that to me. 
<laughs> but I'm a roll with Buffalo, man. Like it's something about uh it's something about Josh Allen, man. I think these guys get it, man. And those uh DBs over there in Buffalo, man, I think they're gonna I think that's gonna be a good matchup we're gonna see against uh D Hop and uh the Tredavious White, if I'm saying yes, sir, right. Yes, sir, LSU. So, but I think Buffalo makes enough plays, man, to, to come out of Houston with a win on uh Sunday, on Saturday. Okay, all right. Well, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go the other way. I'm going to take the Texans. Number four. That's all I got. Number four. I'm riding with Deshaun. Um, they get J.J. Watt back. That's going to be a big boost. I don't know how much J.J. is going to be able to give, but, hey, you got that guy coming uh, back to your locker room. Uh, a leader uh, for your team, a staple for the Houston Texans, that got to mean something. But Tredavious Wright versus uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be an all-out slaughter fest. Yes, Hopefully, Will Fuller is ready to go. Uh, but I just think when it comes down to the quarterbacks, I'm a, I got to go with Deshaun over um, Josh, Allen. Josh Allen. I yeah. mean, I think it's going to be a close game. I'm talking about field goal game. So, you, oh, you like him by three. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's, and, and, and that's the spread now is three points. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a field goal game. This is going to be mm-hmm. a grinder of a game, man. But yeah. I'm going I'm to go with number four at home, man. If he touched that ball last and he got to get him down the field, he's going to do that. Okay. He's okay. going to do that. So, I'm going to go Houston, man, three-point win over Buffalo. And honestly, this might be the best game of the weekend. It you might think be. So? It might be. It might be the best game of the weekend, but we'll I think see. I really th- I really okay, we gonna I know we're gonna get okay. that, but I'm I'm leaning All towards right. that Philly and okay. uh in hmm. Seattle game. Okay. All right. <laughs> so let's move on to the nightcap uh for Saturday night. Uh you got the Tennessee Titans, the 97 Tennessee Titans traveling to Foxborough. All right, to face the 12 and 4 New England Patriots. Black, who you got winning this game and what you see? <laughs> hey man, uh Tennessee on fire right now, man. Man. Uh, Big Hen is running wild. Yes, he is. And you know, congrats to him on the rushing title this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Congrats to him. Over two hundred yards rushing yesterday. Yeah. Uh he got the you know rushing title for the NFL yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I he think had he had a little, yeah. almost sixteen hundred yards, yards this rushing, year. Yeah. So shout out to him. Um man, like I don't know, man. This 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 is this is gonna be a tough. This is a tough one to pick. Like mm. I've been thinking about this one since they announced it, and okay. I seen it this morning. So I'm 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 up and I'm 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 kind of I'm leaning. I know where I'm leaning at with this one, but I just want to say, man. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill has turned this team around. Yes, he has. They are they are forced to be reckoned with, and then the emergence of. Uh, AJ Brown is uh-huh. it's, it's 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 been crazy to see this guy. I think that matchup with him and uh Stefan Gilmore is gonna be a good one. Okay. Um but defensively, you know, these two good defenses here, um, New England being the, one of the best defenses in the league this year, all year long, and then Tennessee emerging here towards the end of the year. Tennessee always puts stuff together when the time is right to get that run going for the for this playoff push. But I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not going to go against number twelve, man. Oh. I can't I can't do that. I can't go I can't go away from Mr. Twelve. Mm. Um, I think they find a way to get it done. It's not going to be a pretty game, but they do just enough to to get a win. Oh, black. I've been going back and forth too, man. I like Tennessee, and I think Tennessee is going to be a matchup problem for the Patriots. I don't like this offense from New England. I don't either. I don't like what I'm seeing. I saw most of that game when they played the Dolphins yesterday at home. They need this game to get a bye. They couldn't get it done. When the last time we seen that? 
It's been a while since the, no, <laughs> since well, the Dolphins went in there and won. And I don't think we ever seen New England miss an opportunity to get a bye when they got it in their hands to do so. Mm-hmm. Never have. And you know what, man? I'm going to go Titans. Oh, wow. I think Tennessee going to go in there and knock them off. I okay. think it's going to be an ugly, grinded out, nasty game. You think this is a big hen game? I think you give it to Derrick Henry 30, 35 times if you need to. Yeah, I see he you got that thing 32 times against Houston. And you run it down their throat. You keep it. You keep Peyton. You, excuse me. You keep Brady off the field. I don't believe in this offense. They struggling. There are no playmakers on this offense. I believe in 12. It ain't 12. But his receivers, Julian Elliman is banged up. He's hurt. Nikhil Harry, their first-round pick, isn't coming along as they thought. They're not able to run the ball. I don't know what's up with um, Sony Michelle. You know, James White has turned into, like, the primary back. So, I don't really know what's going on. But I'm just going to go out on the limb, man. I like Tennessee. Tennessee is a team who can mess around and sneak in and get in your AFC Championship game this year. Okay. Because they can bully you. They got a great offensive line. And Ryan Tannehill... He has been playing really well since name is starter. And it looked like he's going to be their guy going forward. Marcus Mariota be looking for a new job next year. He sure will. So I'm going to go Tennessee. And I'm going to go Tennessee by three. I'm going to go Tennessee by three. I'm I'm, going to do it. Now, am I 100% on that? No. (laughs) But right now, how I'm feeling, I'm going to go to Titans. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's hard, man, because... You see, you see Tennessee on the weekend and week out, man. Like it's the way they've been playing is being out of their minds, man. Mm-hmm. So we gonna see, man. Something got to give. Give. It's just really hard for me to go against twelve in the playoffs, man. I feel like, you, man. I got you. It's it's really difficult. You, I like, got you. like you say, I wouldn't be shocked if Tennessee won because the way they playing. But I got to roll with twelve in this one. man. I got you. I got you. Now I don't fault you for that at all, sir. All right, so we're gonna go to Sunday, January fifth. All right, we got two great games here. Um, I'm looking forward to this one. At 105 on Fox, you got the Minnesota Vikings taking on the NFC South champ, New Orleans Saints in New Orleans, man. So, Black, um, what you seeing with this game? And and, and give us a winner, man. Vikings Saints. Uh, I don't know what the news yet is with Dalvin Cook for this game or his status in mm-hmm. this game, but they're going to need him for this game. Absolutely. If he doesn't play, um, it's gonna it could get ugly. But um, if he plays, then I think this would be a competitive game. But I think, I think uh, right now New Orleans is playing all rural right now. Uh, okay. Defense, defense is coming along too. Offense is already clicking. Defense has gotten back in their groove that they were in midseason before you knew they had a few games where they were playing like themselves. But they got it together in the last game. They uh, played against Carolina on Sunday. But we'll whew, this. This could be a good one, but I don't think so. Mm-mm. If Dalvin Cook play, I feel like it's going to be a good one. But if not, I like New Orleans by by ten in this game. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I, I got New Orleans by two touchdowns in New Orleans. Even if Dalvin Cook do play, yeah. um, I think that energy in there, man. Kirk Cousins ain't gonna be able to come out of there. Yeah, he, he, he not. And that defense is real in Minnesota. They that defense is real lean. Yeah, and they got Thielen. He's not a hundred percent. You know, healthy right now. So, I I think, man, Michael Thomas and them boys, man, they that thing gonna get real funky in the in the Superdome. It's gonna get real funky in the oh, Superdome. Yeah. You know so, how it is. You know how it yeah, going now. So yeah. I, I got the same spot. You know, two touchdowns, fourteen easy. It could be more than that, but yeah. uh, I'm gonna go fourteen. Uh, 14 points for the Saints uh, to this, get the win. This is what I was concerned about. Maybe you can ask me answer this for me. I was kind of like when when I seen him when they was making it. And I seen that New Orleans was a three seed. Right. 
how do how do they figure that out and make Green Bay a two seed? Um, I seen that uh, New Orleans had more NFC losses than than Correct. Green Bay had. Is that how they decided? Yes, Green Bay had more NFC wins than uh, New Orleans. New Orleans did, so that's yeah. how they decided. That's how they got the two okay, seed. okay, yeah. all right, all right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So moving along, man. At four forty on NBC on Sunday, you got the Seattle Seahawks. All right. Um. Taking on, taking on the, the team I hate the most. And I'd be so thrilled if they lose the Philadelphia Eagles. So, excuse me, the NFC East champion. I ain't going to disrespect them. Philadelphia Eagles. So, Black, you was kind of hinting that this might be your, your most interesting game this weekend. Uh, who you got winning and what you see, man? Man, reason why I said that, man, because... Uh, Philly is getting the job done with a bunch of role guys. And I just, it's, it's, it's crazy to me. Yeah. And, uh, Seattle is, is kind of in a way they struggling. They're hurt right now. I know the, Mer- you know, they got Marshawn and picked up a turban. Yeah. I know they got a couple backs, but how, I don't know. They look, they look okay for a half of football against San Fran. I really wasn't impressed with what they were doing. They, so well, they, you know they came back and had that late drive to try to did. win the That's game. That's why I say in the first half they didn't even you. They didn't look good. What was going on with them in yeah. the first half? But they came back and got it together in the second half. But um, Carson Wentz is getting getting it done with a bunch of role guys. Man, I don't know if he's gonna get any of his pieces back for the playoffs uh, this Sunday. I don't know, but uh, these guys are showing out, showing up. Uh, the running back uh, Scott, I don't know his yeah. first name. Yeah. He's He's been he's been balling for Three them too. Yesterday. Yeah, so and Wentz just know how to find the open receiver and they ca- and these guys are catching the ball too and then the defense and their secondary somehow is starting to <laughs> come along here for some reason. Yeah. But we're gonna see, man. But uh this is gonna be a good one. I think it's gonna be a I think it's gonna be a dog fight. Uh but I think I, I, I wouldn't put my money against Russell Wilson in these type of moments. I think he goes to Philly and get the job done. I like uh I like Seattle yeah. by three. Okay. Well, hopefully, you know, when if the Eagles lose, I can, you know, <laughs> I can laugh at them. I just want to laugh. And that's what I plan on doing. So, um, I think Philly's on a magical ride right now. They won four straight Carson Wentz, like eight touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, they got all kind of players plugged in. They went in two games, uh, you know, their last games at home. The city's believing. They, some people like, oh, it's, it's like Nick Foles all over again when he was there to the match they got going. But I'm going to tell you, Russ. Now, Russ, you better not let me down now. Don't let me down, Russ, going in there with that bull jive. I need you to get it cranked up in there, man, and get a win. I'm going to go Seattle by a touchdown over Philadelphia. I don't know who these kids are. That Carson Wentz got at him, got with him out there uh, playing offensive football. But these these young boys is balling. I can't lie, man. I mean, these boys are showing heart. They take advantage of their opportunity, man. Yes, they are. And it's thrilling to see, man. I wish, you know, I wish it was the other way around, but I just got to keep it real. But I'm also take Seattle. I'm gonna go Russ. Um, Russ played well all year. He was an MVP candidate all year. And if it come down to the quarterbacks, I'm gonna go with Russ over Carson Wentz. So I'm gonna take Seattle by touchdown over. The Philadelphia Eagles. All right, so that's going to pretty much wrap up Wild Card Weekend now. We're going to save our Super Bowl. Well, no, 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 no. Let's give it now. So, Black, who do you have 
in the Super Bowl, and who is your Super Bowl winner? Because we got to give our predictions now. You're doing that right now. We got to before we, before we get going. We get, we won't have another opportunity. So who's going to the Super Bowl and who's going to win it, Black? We had we could have gave this next week. No, nah, the playoffs start Saturday, baby. Playoffs start Saturday. Sorry, man. Let's go, baby. What you got? Um. <laughs> mm, check him out. It's tough, man. But uh, I'm a roll with uh, I'm a roll with Baltimore, man. To get there, I'm a roll with Baltimore from the AFC. I think it's going to come down to them in Kansas City, but I can't see Lamar Jackson losing to Pat Mahomes a third time. So I think it's going to come down to those two guys for the AFC. Both teams are playing out their mind. It's just something about playing in Baltimore. Lamar is. I don't think they're going to be able to do what they need to do to beat Lamar in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to roll with Baltimore coming out the AFC and then the and then the NFC, man, it's a it's a toss up, man. I like uh but I'm going to roll with who I who I think I think they own, own I think they're looking for redemption this year, man. I'm going to roll with New Orleans to come out of the okay. NFC. Yeah. Saints and Ravens in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. All right. So who you winner? Who going to host that that uh that Super Bowl trophy? Huh? That Lombardi. Who gonna hold that Lombardi? Huh? <laughs> that boy stuck God, over there. God, dude, that's crazy, man. Who gonna hold it, man? That's crazy. Who gonna hold it? Go on and say what you wanna say. I'm a lean... <laughs> Go on and say it, man. We already know. I'm a, I'm a lean towards New Orleans on this one. Because <laughs> I think... Uh, <laughs> I'm leaning towards New Orleans. I'm not 100% on New Orleans. <laughs> but I think, man, I think last year really showed those guys and how they lost, man. I think they I think they're on a mission this year, man. I think they're on a mission and they playing they playing good football at the right time. And Drew Brees, Drew Brees is playing lights out. Michael Thomas is playing lights out. Run game looks good. Alvin Kamara's coming along in the last 3 or 4 games here. 4 or 3 games here. So, we'll see, man. But I'm leaning towards New Orleans, man, to okay. horse that trophy uh, in the Super Bowl. Okay, I feel you, I feel you. Okay, for me at AFC, I'm also going to roll with Lamont Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. I'm so close, so close to putting the Chiefs in it. Uh, but the Ravens are doing something magical, man. And you got to go through Baltimore. And I don't see nobody beating them this year uh, in Baltimore. And out of the NFC, man, I'm going to go to Green Bay Packers. All right, I'm Aaron Jones is a special player that no one is talking about. No one's talking about this kid. This kid's touching the ball, and he getting it where it need to go. And I still believe in Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers on the mission. Them boys went, what, 12-4 and four this year? They ain't got a, a first-round buy for nothing. I think he get pretty close. Uh, well, you, you talking about the Saints and the 49ers. I was leaning the 49ers, but I'm going to go with the Packers, man. I'm going to go Packers. I'm going to go Ravens. In the Super Bowl, and uh, due to the fact that my uh, Cowboys are not out, not in, you know, we're sitting at home. I need somebody to ride with, man. I am back. What it do, baby? Baltimore Ravens let me in. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens let me in. I want to be there, and I'm going Ravens to win it all this year. I want to see it. I think it would be the most beautiful thing in the world if, if Roger Kendall Hands that trophy over to Florida's own Lamar Jackson. 
in Miami, where he is from, the streets will be going oh, ridiculous. ridiculous. Yes, they will, boy. And I want to see it. So, again, Baltimore Ravens fans. I am back. <laughs> what it do, baby? Let your boy in. All right? So, I'm going to go Ravens over the Packers to win the Super Bowl this year. So, of course, we'll keep it locked here to the sports desk. And, uh, you know, we'll find out what happened in the playoffs. So, before we get out of here, man, it is Black Monday, Black. It is Black Monday, Black. And we haven't gotten a lot of, uh, we ain't got a lot of news today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just seeing some stuff now. They saying uh, some decisions are going to come tomorrow for some people as well. Uh-huh. So, I really don't know how much more we're going to get on today. But we shall see. It's still Black Monday. Anything can pop up while we're still doing this show. Yeah. So it's Black Monday, man. Now, before we, you know, Pat Shermer was uh, laid to rest today by the New York football giants. Uh, He was released uh, this morning. Um, Also, Freddie Kitchens. I think they fired Freddie Kitchens during the game. Yeah. I mean, that alert came out so So fast. And I'm so happy it did. I don't even think they had been showered yet before that one came out. Yeah. So... (laughs) So, Freddie Kitchens um, has been relieved of his duties from the Cleveland Browns. Now, other notable uh, coaches that are on the hook, of course, Jason Garrett of the Cowboys, Doug Marone of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, we uh, we know Ron Rivera was already let go, but look like he's going to be the next head coach of the Washington Redskins. But it is Black Monday. A lot of teams out there are hoping and praying that their head coach is ushered right out the back door. And ladies and gentlemen, I hope Jason Garrett and I hope Dunk Marone catch the same cab <laughs> out of the National Football League. <laughs> That's what I hope. So, yeah, so we'll keep it close. We'll be letting you guys know what other coaches have been relieved of their duties. All right, so that pretty much wraps up the National Football League. All right, uh, but before we get out of here, uh, you have the draft order uh, come out uh, for the teams, of course, who did not make the playoffs. And I uh, just want to talk about a couple teams in particular. Uh, you got the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're going to uh, the hometown Jaguars. Of course, we're from Duval County, Florida. Uh, Jaguars picking ninth and 20th. In the draft. Them some good picks, Good man. spots for the Jags. We'll see what they can do with it. My beloved Cowboys are at 17. That's a good uh, pick, a spot for us because we got a lot of talent. We have a lot. And if we can get a key piece at 17th, that'd be huge. And, of course, the number one overall pick, Cincinnati Bengals. They're going to have Joe Burrow's jersey. It's probably already ready. They probably got it ready. Probably got his locker set up and everything in there. And then uh, Chase Young is the next prize. Uh, look like the Washington Redskins are going to claim. That's going to be big for Chase Washington because they, they already got a good D line. A great D line. Yeah. All right. So, so everybody else, you know, you got the. We'll cover the rest of the draft uh, where everyone else is sitting. Um, I don't really see any other standout picks right now worth discussing. I think, okay, well, well, Miami has two picks, right? In the first, in, in well, yes, the first they do. Miami's yeah. at five and eighteen. Yeah, they got okay. five and eighteen. Good spot for Miami. They're gonna get a new head coach. Well, I don't know. I don't no, know no. if they're gonna let go. Of no, no, coach. no. They're gonna keep their they coach. He already him. said yeah, good, it. Yeah. Good, good, good. They gonna get him some time because they know good, it was a rebuild situation good, for him. Good, good for him. So yeah, so that took place. Um, the NFL draft order for the teams who did not make the playoffs had taken now, place. They, I know they give the top. I know they get the top twenty, so the rest will fall in line with the playoffs. Playoff correct? Causes. Yeah, wherever okay. you lose, that's where you'll go. Okay. Then. All right. All right. So we're gonna move on to the National Basketball Association. 
All right, all right. So, man, sheesh. Kind of dreading getting to the NBA this week, Black. But, hey, we got to talk about it. But before we do that, before we talk anything NBA, today is a very special day, Black. And, Black, do you know what that day is today? Yeah, man, I'm pretty sure what that day is, man. Today, a king was born. Out of Akron, Ohio. His name is LeBron James. His lovely mother, Gloria James, gave birth to him today, uh, December 30th. Just 35 years ago. And we here at the Sports Day would love to say, LeBron James, happy birthday, my guy. Happy birthday to the king, man. LeBron James, happy birthday, my guy. Yes. So we got some trap right here for LeBron real quick. Let's write out real quick. Yeah, man. So happy birthday to LeBron James, man. It is his birthday today. LeBron turned, I believe, 35 today. All right, 35 years old. Celebrated with a win last night. But let's get right on into it, man. We're not going to hold no punches here at the Sports Desk. We're going to keep it real. No matter what y'all say, we keep it real here on the Sports Desk when we get to the Los Angeles Lakers. So we're going to kick off with the Lakers, Black. Tough week last week, man. Tough yeah, man. week last a little, week. Some tough week. Uh, a little drama, too. Yeah, a little no. drama. Uh, Lakers went uh two and one last week. All right, we uh, excuse me. The Lakers went two and two last week. Started off Sunday losing one twenty eight to one hundred four to the Nuggets. Uh, well, actually, we were on a four game skid. Pacers, Bucks, lost to the Nuggets was three games, and then we lost to the Clippers on Christmas Day. Uh, one eleven to one oh six. That was our four game losing streak. And then the Lakers were able to bounce back and finish off the week strong. Uh, Lakers defeated the Blazers on the road, one twenty eight to one twenty. And then last night we defeated uh the Dallas Mavericks, one oh eight ninety five. I was real happy about that win, how it went down. Um, but the Lakers are back in the win column. Uh, three games up in the Western Conference. But let's go back to Christmas Day. That's what everybody uh want to hear us talk about. They say we're a bias here on the sports desk, but you know we're gonna show that we're not biased today. But Black, before we go, we have a special sound from a, a fan um who felt who let his uh his his feelings be known uh, right after the Lakers uh lost to the Clippers. I ain't talking to the starters. I'm talking about them other niggas on the bench. Start making them fucking threes. Nigga, get your ass in the gym right now. And go work on your fucking shot. Yeah. So when Brian throw the motherfucker, you make it, nigga. <laughs> get your ass up and go get in the fucking gym. You know who the fuck you is. You and you. Yeah. Both of y'all. Get your asses up and go get in the fucking gym and go shoot. Uh, fuck opening up some fucking gifts, nigga. <laughs> get up. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so that was uh, Snoop Dogg, uh, probably the biggest Laker fan there is, given his emotional outbursts, his his horrific uh, 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 emotional emotions got the best of him after the Lakers lost. So, Black, let's swing to you, man. Uh, Christmas Day, uh, what did you see? And uh, what do you think? Or is it? Or tell me, is it even really a big deal at this point in the season uh, with the Lakers going down to the Clippers' second loss this year? Uh, D, it is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically the team that you're basically being. You know, when you talk about basketball, they're talking about the Clippers and the Lakers in the West. Yep. I felt like that was a big disappointment to Christmas Day. 
Put a little damper on my day, yeah. on my night. Yeah, yeah. You know, but um, man, like I agree with Snoop Dogg, man. Get in the damn gym, man. Get in the gym. Um, I seen some bad coaching. Uh, I was, I was, I was not impressed with what I was seeing, man. And LeBron, I know he aggravated whatever he re-aggravated. His groin. His groin, but Pat come on, come on, come on, my man. Come on, like it's Christmas Day. Um, you need to make a statement. You play these guys two more times. Like, are you just gonna let them sweep y'all in the regular season? Like, I don't think that needs to happen. I, I really feel I could be wrong, but I think that kind of plays on your mental a little bit. If you letting these guys just beat you, you gonna let them beat you four times? They're already up two games on you. No, they're not but, beating us four um, times. No, I hope not, D. No, I really hope not. They won't. Uh, uh, I don't know what it is about when. Kawhi's on the floor, LeBron. I don't I don't know. I don't know what it is. And I just want to say to uh what's our coach name, man? Frank I, Vogel. Frank Vogel. I, I and I hope you listen to this. I hope you hear <laughs> You're just this. Just so happy to hear this. That is a disgrace for you to take the hot hand and Kyle Kuzma off the floor. Unbelievable. He would have been starting the second half of that game. He wouldn't have been coming off no bench. Facts. He wouldn't have been coming off this bench. Kyle Kuzma was killing everything that was in front of him. On fire. Kawhi, Paul George, he was killing everything yep. that guarded him in that game. If it was, I feel like if it wasn't for Kyle Kuzma, the game wouldn't have been as tight as it was. Of course, of course. But man, like I just think that that coaching was horrible in that game. Man, like yep. they no adjustments was were made. No, mm-hmm. no nothing. Just bad, just bad coaching in that game, man. Right. And um, I just, I don't know what was going on with Anthony Davis and LeBron. It just seemed like they just wasn't, it, they, it just, you, you, you didn't see it. You know, I think they were just so, so worried about what was going on with Kevin Hart on the sideline, worried about the damn game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I hate stuff like that. This is, a, this is a big deal. It's Christmas Day. Like some people say this is when the season starts, Christmas Day. After Christmas Day, this is when everything gets started. But I think they get it together, man. I just wasn't impressed with what I seen, man. I, uh, defense, defensively, they look bad. No, Kawhi, not really. Kawhi, not went, really. Ka- Kawhi went, went crazy. He did, 35. He, he did. had 35. and I, That's it. Listen to me. Patrick Beverly just got a 40-piece, a 40-piece put on him by Russell Westbrook. And you may let this guy make the biggest play of the game against... The king, like, I'm, it just kills me, man, to see this because this guy thinks he's just all this shit and he's not. Just like Russell Westbrook said, he ain't nothing. He's nothing. They didn't show up to play, man. I feel like they need to tighten it up, get this thing going. I, I hated this four-game skit anyway. I don't know what the deal was. I know LeBron didn't play against Denver, but Anthony Davis and those other guys should be able to get a win without the king, like, the Lakers are better than that. They're some of the better team than that to have to have LeBron on the floor to get a win. That shouldn't be that way. But um, we're in a new week. We're in a new week here, so we'll see what the new week has to bring. But I wasn't impressed Christmas Day. I uh, hope they get this thing together. They're looking. They look good last night, and they look good against the Blaze um, against the Blazers too. Mm-hmm. So uh, hopefully, we can get this get this thing back rolling again and get on track. I got you, Black. I, I, I'm not gonna be as hard on the Lakers. Um... At the Christmas Day, I was disappointed. I didn't like um, a couple of things Christmas Day. We came out strong, got up big. Then we went to the half up 14. 
Um, had a pretty good third quarter. And then the fourth quarter, Kawhi had 12 points in the fourth quarter. And no one else could do anything. I know Braun re-aggravated his groin, but we didn't assert Anthony Davis. We was keeping Anthony Davis out on the three-point line, keeping him on the perimeter. We didn't put him in the paint that one time. Kyle Kuzum wasn't in the game when he was supposed to be in the game. I'm not really understanding, you know, why Alex Caruso wasn't getting more born in that fourth quarter. We got to establish a final quarter lineup. We don't, it appears we don't have that yet. And the thing I want to say real quick, you know, about LeBron James, LeBron James is the point guard of the team right now. So you got to understand he's facilitating and he's trying to set everybody else up. He can't score at the same time. You can't, you can't name me a point guard who's a facilitator who averaged 30 points ever in NBA. They can't do it. So that's what LeBron is faced up against. I know y'all want LeBron to have 30 and 35 go up against Kawhi, but he was the point guard of the game. He was facilitating the game. And I want that experiment to be over, especially when we play teams like the Clippers. We need Bron to be going bang for bang with Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard was facilitating on defense and scoring the basketball. Those were his assignments. That wasn't LeBron James' assignment. He was facilitating at the point guard position. Rondo wasn't in the game long enough. Caruso wasn't in the game long enough. And if we can't establish a ball handler to make plays, then we need to make a trade because Bron got to come off that ball. We need Bron to get back to doing what we know he can do, especially against teams like that. So that's what I saw right there. Now, no making no making no excuses. We should have won that game. I don't know what was over Anthony Davis. The one thing that I'm afraid of Anthony Davis and Smooth tell it to me all the time. Shout out to Smooth. Like Anthony Davis ain't got no dog in him. He's not gonna command anything. You have to tell him where to go and then he'll do it. I want to see him clap his hands and say, hey, I need the rock. Get me the rock. Get me in the post. We weren't seeing that from him in that type of situation. Now, granted, he's never been in that situation in the NBA. Frankly, this might be his second best game, biggest game ever in his career yeah, uh, right. against the Clippers. So I wasn't really um, – I, w- I wasn't really happy with what I saw there, but I think overall the four-game skid, it's a long season. It's a long season, man. It is a long season. So we lost four. We got back on track. We still three games up in the West sitting at 26-7. and seven. Still three games up in the West. The Nuggets are the three seed. The Nuggets, I mean, the Nuggets are the two seed and the Clippers are the three seed. So we still in good shape. I like that we was able to bounce back on the road and get a win against a talented Portland team. And then we was able to get back uh, against the Mavs for what they did just a few weeks back. So I'm happy to see what we got going on. But I want to see LeBron come off that ball. I think all in all, we're going to be okay. But I do think the Lakers need to make a move. We need to make a move and you know just to shout out uh, uh lebron james one more time on, on his birthday lebron james entered a very special category by himself last night he is the only player with nine thousand assists and nine thousand rebounds in the history of basketball only lebron james wow. nine thousand rebounds nine thousand assists okay so black before we get off the Lakers, we need to, we need to address something man and i'm not gonna tolerate it I'm not going to tolerate it, Black. Kyle Kuzma's trainer came out on Twitter and just went on this rant talking bad about LeBron James. Now, this guy is apparently has been around the Lakers. He's been around LeBron. LeBron says he doesn't know the dude like that, but he's seen him. He's seen him around with Kyle Kuzma. And his trainer said, watch Kawhi highlights from yesterday. Nobody wants to speak on how sharp his skill set is compared to LeBron's. It's clear who's really been in the lab and who ain't been in the lab. Let me hear excuses. I'm on on vacation. I'm filming a movie. But Kawhi was in that lab and we saw it yesterday. Now, Kyle Kuzma, get your mans. You play for the Lakers. He don't. He your right-hand man when it comes to training. So whatever coming out his mouth is a reflection of you. 
So Kyle Kuzma, of course, he goes and says, hey, I just told LeBron that I can't control what another man says. Obviously, I don't feel that. Obviously, I don't feel that way about LeBron. Everybody knows that me and Brian have a great relationship, and I left it at that. I can't control what another man says out of his mouth and what they're going to do. So I told LeBron, and that's what that's where I left it at. Okay, cool. Okay, cool, cools. Like, you're right. But these are the things that I don't want to hear in the pursuit of a championship. Now, I was kind of on my head, on my toes yesterday, Black, and I was like, hey, do we need to trade you, Cools? Do we need to get you out the locker room? <laughs> and Fred told me to chill. So I need to, yeah, we need Cools, but hey, all that, bro. Get together. So I'm going to play LeBron response to uh, um, Kuzma's training. Kuz um, uh, came to me yesterday um, at practice and, and, and told me what was going on. And, um, and, and that was it. Um, I really don't uh, really care for someone's training or whatever the case may be. And with it, everyone can have their own opinion. Um, and anytime someone wants to get some notoriety, they can throw my name in and people are going to pick it up. And that's why you're asking me about it. It's my name was in it. So um, I've never met the guy. I don't know the guy. I don't care less about the guy. Um, whatever the case may be. So I wish him the best. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, so that was LeBron's, you know, you know, conservative diplomatic uh, response. You know, not going to feed any energy into something like that. But I didn't like that, Black. You know, like, what, what's your thoughts about Kuzma's trainer coming out, talking out the side of his neck, going public like that? Well, I, uh, I agree with you, D. I don't, I don't like to see that type of stuff when you're in a pursuit of a championship. Right. Kuzma, you need to get this, rid of this guy. <laughs> you know, if he's speaking on your teammates, bro, what type of loyal trainer is he to you? Yeah. You know, I don't I don't like that. So you need to kind of find you a new trainer, somebody right. who's loyal. Or this guy here is talking out the side of his neck, man. Yeah. Just you know, For notoriety. I, it's, it's 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 really it's really disrespectful for, to me because you know you see on Twitter and see on Instagram and with LeBron, like even even in even in the midst of him filming uh filming a movie, yeah, he was up three in the morning, yeah, training, you know, training before he had to film at seven, yeah. So you know this man is you know not getting the rest that he needs, but he's up doing his job, working on his craft, right? Like how can you speak on something that you don't know about? Like LeBron yeah. said, this guy doesn't know me, I don't know him, yeah. Like so, how can you speak on that? Well, you wanna because the Lakers lost, so you feeling some type of way? You feel like. Kuz didn't get in the game where he needed to be to keep doing what he was doing. So you want to speak out yeah. and, you know, say a few things, you know, shut the hell up. Please, you know, shut, please up. shut the hell up. Like, we don't <laughs> need to hear from you anymore this season. If we do, you know, you and Kuz can hit the door. That's why I'm at with it. But, you know, I'm, I don't care. Like, cause we, we, we got something we trying to do here, yeah, man. man. You know, I don't know how much longer the King got, but we trying to get some rings here, yeah, man. man. And yeah. the last thing we need is a trainer. Trainer. You can, trainers can be replaced, bro. Easy. Get up out of here. Like, if you with that BS on your mind, bro, get out of here. And I hope the Lakers took his pass away. I hope the Lakers <laughs> took his access pass away to the building. They told him, like, look, cool, bro, can't even come back here. We don't need no dissension. We don't need none of that in our locker room, dog. I was proud of the way LeBron handled it because it couldn't have been me, bro. Oh, yeah. It couldn't have been me. So, I, I was glad the way LeBron handled it. But, cools, get your mans. Get them under control, and let's make sure that this is the end of all that. And this was crazy, man. They made they made sure while Le, in the in the summer while LeBron was filming this movie, knowing that it would take time away from him gaining. They built this man a personal court, yeah, on full scene, court. full court, full court on scene. Yeah. Not just him, 
His teammates like Anthony Davis, those yeah. guys even came yeah. in the before he had filming to do with this movie, yeah. and they were working. That's yeah. why you see. That's why you see some of this stuff working the way it's working with yeah. these guys. Chemistry. Like chemistry is a big deal, and you you can't sit here and tell me that these guys wasn't working or he wasn't working. Yeah. Shut the hell up, man! And get up out of here, man! Yeah, please, yeah. So we're not gonna give that crony uh, any more of our time. All right, so we're going to transition to the standings in the NBA. Uh, hey, the Miami Heat, man. The, the Miami yeah, Heat, man. They are now I'm the impressed, two, man. They are now the two seed in the Eastern Conference, man. Shout out to Fred for uh, Michigan Miami Heat. You got to keep telling Fred. You got to keep Shout you gotta out to Fred. Keep doing. But I watched um, that Pacers game on Friday night, man, in, in Miami. And they only have one loss. The Lakers gave them they only one loss. They're 14-1 at home. But... Man, look, they got a fun, exciting, gritty team out there, man. And that dude, Bam, that they got for them, man. This dude, man, this dude legit, man. This dude is legit. Hero scoring that ball. Jimmy Butler being the leader. Of that. I mean, man, they got a lot of talent. And they and are now the two seed. Don't forget the undrafted free agent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they, yeah. This kid is leading is leading the league in points for rookies this year. Yeah, he's playing well, and man. He's playing good ball. Like, even Stephen A. said that he could be up for rookie of the year. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, for uh, sure. Un, Facts. Uh, undrafted free agent who got cut by the Warriors. Facts. Facts. And Miami picked him up. Yeah, facts. so that's that's it's, it's insane to what, what these guys doing. And yeah, I don't know if last week if anybody seen that game against the Sixers, this kid just went out of his mind. Played very well against the Sixers, man, and it was a great game. Like this kid, like I'm well. watching him. Like this kid is he's good. He, he can ball. He's a baller, man. He's good man, and, and got the Heat at sitting at uh, the number two seed right now. Only three games back out of number one seed. And kudos to Jimmy Butler, man. For people was like Miami when called a shot. He caught look and look, look at and it, look, man. And they look are playing it. extremely and well. We man. we seeing with Spolcher. He, Spolcher is a great coach. Yes, Everybody he is. thought he was overlooked by LeBron having LeBron D Wade and uh Chris Bosch. No, he's a great, great coach. coach. Look what tree he comes from under. Yeah. What what make that you Pat think Ryle. he what make you think he wouldn't have been a good coach? And yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. The two C in the East. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, and then the, the the top five in the East is is pretty much you know what it's been. You got the Celtics at three. They've been playing really well as well. They just took their. I think they won a few games in a row. They just lost the other night, sitting at twenty two and eight. You got the Raptors still at the four seed. Still no Siakam. Siakam not playing right now, and they still holding it down, man. Sitting at uh twenty two and eleven, man. Only six games back at the number one seed. And wrapping up the top five is your, of course, your Sixers, man. I picked the Sixers to go to the finals uh, this year, man, and I'm just waiting on them just to turn it on. Like, they shouldn't be the fifth they seed. They look good Christmas Day They did, Milwaukee. They did, but they shouldn't be the fifth seed in, in the East, man. They but, should but, but they are. But they are. And, and right now, the playoffs was the start of the day. They wouldn't even have home court when the playoffs started. They wouldn't even have home court. So, we'll see. The NBA's heating up. It's after Christmas. You know, college football is almost done. NBA playoffs are, uh, NFL playoffs are kicking off and will be done soon. And then, of course, it'll be all about the league. All right. I want to, I want to say this. They, they, they just released the uh, final uh, power rankings for the NBA. Okay. Uh, for the end of the year, so they got Toronto at number ten. They have Philadelphia at number nine. They have uh, Houston at eight. They have Dallas Mavericks. They have the Dallas Mavericks at seven. They have the Denver, Nug- Denver Nuggets at six, and they have Miami Heat at five, Los Angeles Lakers at four, uh, Los Angeles Clippers at three, uh, Boston Celtics at two, and the Milwaukee Bucks at number one. So those are your final power rankings for the end of this year. Okay. Just got released. 10-4, 10-4. So 
yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised about, you know, I'm kind of kind of feel pretty ticked off that the Clippers are sitting in front of us, even though the Lakers are the number one seed in the West. But hey, hey, I'm not going to rain on their little parade uh, for this week. <laughs> All right, so, hey, Black, we're going to have a conversation real quick, man. Fred put out some interesting tweets uh, over the week, man. I really thought it was, I thought they were pretty good, man. And he kind of kind of shared some light on uh, the Michael Jordan, LeBron James uh, type conversation. We're going to stop by real quick, but we're going to have an actual uh, well, Black is learning this right now, but I've been thinking in my mind, Black, that we're going to get the, the game together, man. We're going to have this greatest of all time basketball conversation. We're going to put it on the show. We're going to get to it. And, and, and if anybody who knows us and been in any environment, when, when, us, when me and Black and all of our homeboys get together and we start talking about them things, it get real heated. It get it hot. Get <laughs> bro, listen to me. It get real intense, I think people man. that don't know us, bro, would be afraid to be in the room, bro. Yeah, they'd be yeah. nervous. <laughs> they'd be nervous. So, all right. So, I'm going to read a few of these tweets just to set the mood. And this is from Freddie Bricks. Uh, he tweeted these on December the 26th, all right? The first one was, Kobe's ring over the Celtics is way more impressive than any Jordan championship. Bronze Cleveland ring is also more impressive. Wade's ring is over the Mavs is more impressive than any ring Jordan had. Jordan had his chance against the Pistons, but couldn't do it until they got old. Now, I think that's a fair point and interesting point. Then he goes to say, had Jordan beat the bad boy Pistons who were clearly better, I could believe some of this nobody could beat Jordan. Why do y'all be saying this? And his last tweet was, now, Jordan is the greatest scorer of all time who played on the best team of all time and could have won 10 rings if he wanted to. But he had his chance to win as a underdog and came up short every single time. Those are facts. Those are, Fred, and I, facts. And, 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 and people, and people, and, and for people, I'll agree, I agree. And for people who don't agree, I think you need to go watch the Bad Boys Thirty for Thirty. Oh yeah, on ESPN, that'll oh, give yeah. you a that that'll clearly give you more. Okay, I can see because I think that's the perfect documentary of Thirty for Thirty. Oh yeah, on that situation with Michael Jordan. Oh yeah, man. You know, the Pistons had to finish going back to back, beat up, having yeah. to have all these battles with. Not the Bulls with Larry Bird. Right. That's what it was. The Pistons and Larry Bird. That's who they had to beat to get their rings. They yeah. didn't have to beat Michael Jordan. No. You know they was bouncing Michael Jordan in the semifinals. Get out of here. Get out of here. Like it took. Like you said, it took Mike to they to to they got old. Yeah, and broke Everybody down. Everybody was old, and people were leaving, going and, to other teams. And the Pistons like, had won back to back titles they already. Had one back to back, and it took Michael Jordan. And I see when they said Michael Jordan had to get in the weight room and this and that. No, <laughs> it wasn't that. The Pistons got old. Yeah, they got old. Yeah. So we we gonna talk about it, man. We're not gonna really open it up right now. We're gonna sound clip this here and put it out on social media so we can get the conversation going. But I think Fred has some amazing takes on Jordan's championship wins and the one team he couldn't beat, he didn't until they were basically on their way out of the league. I just find that interesting now. 
But we 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 gonna talk about that. So that's gonna be coming soon, especially when we get into the slower months of the summer with sports. We're gonna have a lot of debate shows, and you know we're gonna get it cracking there. But I I just wanted to mention that. So shout out to Fred uh, for bringing that up. Okay, guys, uh, that's gonna wrap up the National Basketball Association. We're gonna transition into the WWE for one quick second. All right, all right. So we are back, man. So going to cover, uh, we told you we're going to be consistent with WWE. Some of our listeners only listen to us for WWE, what I learned uh, over the past week. So we're going to keep it consistent, man. We're going to stop by for one quick second. All right, so of course, we're going to start off with The Fiend. We're going to give a Fiend update. So it's picking up again. The Fiend returned to Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, this past Friday night, we had a triple threat match to determine the number one contender for the Universal Championship uh, at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view in January. You had Daniel Bryan versus The Miz versus King Corbin. Uh, of course, Daniel Bryan prevailed. Uh, he won the match and will be going on to the Royal Rumble to face uh, The Fiend, uh, Bray Wyatt. I love what happened at the end of SmackDown. Bray Wyatt won. The Fiend pops up. And he's going through like the split personality, going from Dan going from Bray Wyatt back to the Fiend, back to uh Daniel Bryan. I mean Bray Wyatt back to the Fiend. <laughs> and um he said, uh Daniel Bryan, they got the camera up close on him. He was like, Daniel Bryan, will you let me in? <laughs> and then <laughs> Daniel Bryan looks around and start doing the yes chant with the fans. So I see what WWE's trying to do there. Uh they're trying to turn the leaf on Daniel Bryan after a successful run with uh the this 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 villain type character Dane Bryan had for put a, probably the last year. So uh that was pretty cool to see. I'm looking forward to what they end up doing. I think it's gonna be a special type of match. So, uh, do Bryan you, and, do uh, you remember wait. we were just talking about on the decade episode about Dane Bryan's run with the yes movement. Yeah. You think they're trying to trigger back into that a little bit with I, him? I think they are. I think they're trying to tap into it because uh Dane Bryan, I think he, they just wanted to see if Dane Bryan could be a heel. And he was good for a little while, okay. but he's not a heel. Like, he's a babyface. Okay. And I think WWE is trying to swing it back around. Now, I am kind of worried if they will let Daniel Bryan beat The Fiend okay. for the belt. Now, I'm starting to lean. This could be a possibility that he may actually take this title away from The Fiend. I'm not, like, 100% sure, but as what I'm seeing when WWE takes a, one of their characters and try to and builds them up, builds them up, builds them up, they kind of let them go through with it. Yeah, and in a way, they probably kind of owed this Daniel Bryan because you remember his probably. run. His run wasn't long. It's cut he, short. It was cut short. So I could I could see them doing this for Daniel Bryan because yeah. we never really seen him have a, a you know a long reign as champion. You know he won them belts and then. Yeah. Like that, he was out with that neck injury. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you know we'll see, we'll see. So I think it's pretty cool. SmackDown is the show right now. We're gonna stop by Raw. There's nothing really going on there, and it's pretty sad. It you, is. It's, it's pretty it sad. It's horrible, so, man. You had a uh, Andrade <laughs> win the U United States Championship. He what's, beat Rey Mysterio. What's his, what's his name again, bro? Andrade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andrade. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so he won the United States Championship over Rey Mysterio at a house show in Madison Square Garden uh, this past Friday night. They let Rey Mysterio lose the belt at a house show to Andrade. That's uh, so crazy, he's the new man. U.S. champ. And then, of course, tonight, Monday Night Raw, you're going to have Lana and Boring Bobby Lashley get married uh, on Monday Night Raw. That storyline oh, is super-duper trash, man. and we'll see what goes there. So Seth Rollins, I'm kind of intrigued with what they're doing with him, but we'll see. Raw's just boring right now. It is. It's just boring right now, and they're not really giving us anything, And then man. they got Becky, got this feud with the... Uh, the Oscar chick. Yeah, like, I'm like, what... <laughs> What is going on? Like, is Ronda coming back? It's what's going, what's going on? Something I don't gotta know. happen. Something man. gotta happen, man. Like, this is getting horrible, man. Yes. This is getting horrible. Yeah, SmackDown like, is even, clearly the show. Even uh, Seth Rollins thing with these guys, man. I'm I'm not even feeling that either. It's just it's kind of slow. It's, yeah, it's kind of slow. They're not really it's doing not nothing. Nothing with entertaining it. about it. They're man. not doing nothing with it, man. So I, I I don't know, man. What what's gonna happen? But Raw just sucks right now. I'm just gonna call it what it is. All right, so we're gonna transition into. Uh, the superstar of the year. All right, the WWE gave their candidates of who they feel uh is the superstar of the year, and I'm going to read off who their candidates are uh on here. And um, you got Seth Rollins, you got Roman Reigns, you got the Beast, Brock Lesnar, you got my man's the Fiend, Daniel Bryan, you got Vin Balor, and you also have Kofi Kingston. As your uh, superstar of the year nominee, so Black, if you had to give that 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 honor to one superstar, who are you gonna give it to? Um, <laughs> look, man, y'all may say I'm left field with this, and it's just how I feel, man, because I think <laughs> the uh, her movement and her pop, man, was crazy this year. I'm going with Becky Lynch, yep, man. Yep. I'm going you. with Becky Lynch because her run was immaculate. Like absolutely, every Monday on Raw, every SmackDown, I want to see it. I'm a, I'm gonna go and take it all the way back to when Ronda first came and and Becky was on SmackDown and she mm-hmm. invaded Raw and I'm gonna take it back there. Like man, ever since then and maybe a little before that, even with her her heel with Charlotte Flair, mm-hmm. like uh man, it was insane with her man. So. I'm gonna go Becky Lynch, uh, athlete of the year, uh, for wrestling, man, and uh, her, her pop was just amazing this year. I, I don't, I don't know if anyone else's was as big as hers. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a great pick. That's a great pick. To me, it was down to three superstars. It was Becky Lynch, as Black just stated. It was Kofi Kingston being the first full-blooded African American uh, WWE champion. Uh, that was crowned early this year, and of course Daniel Bryan, the Fiend, uh, with that storyline, but. I'm going to go with The Fiend, Daniel Bryan, uh, for Superstar of the Year. No brainer, right? <laughs> no brainer. No brainer, right? Why am I doing that? When you have to reinvent yourself, when your character has to be reinvented, a lot of times it doesn't work. A lot of times the fans don't accept it. A lot of times the fans are like, man, get, man, what is this? Get that out of here. Like, they totally rebuilt Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. He got a whole new, whole new gimmick, and he had rest, the rest of the world on their toes. We really didn't know what to expect. Like the split personality thing with the Firefly Funhouse. And so we finally saw him compete again in the ring, just destroying Vin Balor at SummerSlam in the manner in which he did. Absolutely terrorizing um, um, uh, Seth Rollins to, to, to become champion. Like going through these legends like Mick Foley and Kurt Angle. Like he was just putting the pain on these boys, man. And this guy is just 
just the face of the WWE right now. He is the guy right now. And I'm totally invested into The Fiend. I haven't been invested into a character like this in a very, very long time. I'm a huge Charlotte Fair fan. I love Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. I love these, 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 these characters. But when this guy comes on TV, or if I see a tweet or a video, I'm looking at it. Yeah. Because the run he's on right now, it could potentially be one of the most epic runs in wrestling history if they allow this character to continue to do what he's doing. So, of course, a no-brainer for me, I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt the Fiend as the uh, superstar of the year. All right. All right. So before we get out of here, we're going to acknowledge uh, one of the legends uh, in the WWE, uh, Bill Goldberg. Bill Goldberg turned 53 years old this past week, man. Um, Goldberg, one of the dominant staples of the WCW Monday Night War runs. Um, the 190-something to no record he had. World champion beating Hogan in Atlanta uh, for the world title. was probably one of the biggest scenes in wrestling history. Was. Uh, Yo, he was man. a dominant force, transitioned over to the WWE and had his moments there. But Goldberg was just that superhero figure in wrestling that made you be like, man, like, is this dude even real? You know, so what's your thoughts on Goldberg, bro, man? man? I can just remember, bro, like, us being kids, man, watching Monday Night yeah. uh, Nitro. Yeah, man. And this guy, like, when his music hit, it's mm-hmm. like everything stopped. Everything stopped for this guy, man, in the total dominance of 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 Goldberg, man, in, uh, on, uh, on, on Monday Night Nitro was yep. insane for WCW. Like, <laughs> I can, I can, I can remember like the back of my head that whole thing with him and Hollywood Hogan man like they was at the top of their game man and he had to fight this guy man and Goldberg just demolished Hulk Hogan yes he did in Atlanta on Monday Night Nitro and I'm I'm happy we got to see those type of moments on uh on TV we have to pay for it to see it on pay-per-view you know and uh, man I'm, I'm a big Goldberg fan man I always was like I'm happy birthday happy belated birthday to you like uh, you gave us some really good moments as kids, man, that we all can sit back and remember and, and think about, man, as adults now. Yes, yes, yes. So happy birthday to the legend, to the great uh, Bill Goldberg. And then we had another legend uh, have a, uh, a birthday. Um, it's, been, it's been nine years uh, since we lost uh, China. Uh, she passed away uh, not too long ago. Uh, well, nine years ago today, and China was, um, she was well beyond her time. Like, if China was still alive today in WWE, she could flourish today with with the Charlottes and the Beckys and the Sasha Bankses and the Bailey. She could go right along with them. Great athlete, beautiful physique. She could do it all, man. And she was a part of that DX run. Like, she just wasn't standing around. She was a part of it. Yes, she was. In the storylines. I was a huge fan of China. And uh, nine years ago, this week, you know, we lost her. So we just wanted to tip our hat and say, uh, you know, rest in peace to China. And also happy birthday to China. Her birthday's coming up as well. So shout out to China. Shout out to China. Yeah, I can remember, man, like, it's... It was crazy, like you say. They run with DX was crazy. Once, then she went like the Intercontinental. She belt. was first and only woman. woman to win first the Intercontinental belt. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, I can remember China, man, just uh, just causing havoc, man. Uh, and that's when the women division wasn't wasn't really big like that. But like you said, if she was in this this women's division now, she would she would be a staple, like yep. with Becky Lynch and Ronda and Charlotte. 
liking those girls. But yeah, man, it just it just was always fun to see China along with DX and doing her thing. So you know, rest in peace and happy uh, birthday as well. Yes, 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 yes. So shout out China and shout out Bill Goldberg. All right, so we're almost wrapping up here. We're going to transition to some high school. Uh, basketball. Okay, uh, I think the kids uh get ready to go back to school, but we also had some uh we had some games go down over this holiday uh week. So Black, uh, let us know what's going on out there in the city, man, with this high school basketball. Yeah, man, we had our annual Christmas tournament that was held at Jackson uh this past this past week on Friday. It started Friday night. We had uh we had a rivalry go down uh Friday night. We had Reigns versus Rebound. Okay. It was a snoozer. Uh, we uh, all prevailed seventy-two to fifty. About them Trojans, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, so uh, Trojans. All about that snoozer. And we had Ed, we had Ed White versus Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson got to win sixty-six to thirty-four. Another snoozer. But in the uh, but 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 on Saturday in the championship for the Christmas tournament, we we had uh, Andrew Jackson. Versus uh versus Reball and we we had a good one. Okay. Andrew Jackson prevailed mm. forty seven to forty five. Mm. Uh, Defense. Pretty decent game. wasn't able to make it, but I heard it was a really good one. Mm. So uh, that's all we really had going on in high school basketball this past week. Like D said, the kids were out of school, so it really wasn't a lot. We had a lot of kids that did play basketball. They were playing in out of town tournaments. So, uh, but but this week we they get back to school and then we get some games going on this week. Okay. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, not a busy week in high school basketball, but we're going to pick back up next week. Yep. And try to get out to a game or two maybe this week and yep. uh show these kids some support. Yeah, me and Black definitely gonna get out there. Definitely gonna get out there. So. Uh, appreciate you, Black, for that. Uh, for the for the update on the uh, high school sports. Um, so we're gonna wrap. We're getting ready to wrap up the show here, and uh, we get, didn't get into breaking news, but we're gonna get ready to give you some other news. All right. So the reduced lunch fantasy fantasy sports league has come to an end, and we have a champion. Uh, Sherwood and Seminoles defeated a team has no name in the championship round of our league. And congratulations to uh, Sherwood and Seminoles. You are the first ever inaugural champion. You got a championship belt coming your way. And, um, you know, we're going to show you some love. And hopefully we can get you to call in and talk to us uh, on the next episode of the Sports Desk. So we're going to be doing the Fantasy League every single year. It's going to be a tradition uh, with the Sports Desk. We had a lot of fun. We and did. We're going to do a whole it next lot year. of fun. We're going to do it next year. All right, so coming out of the NBA, Little rumor mill, Carl Anthony Towns to the Warriors? Sounds like the Warriors are inquiring about Carl Anthony Towns joining their squad. For all that you for all that I don't know, Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell are good friends, so we're gonna monitor that very closely. Uh, also, Serena Williams was named female of the decade. We mentioned that on the uh decade show, but we're gonna mention it here as well. Also, LeBron James was named male athlete of the decade. All that these athletes have done, I see no reason why they were not named athletes of the decade. Uh, this year, Kawhi Leonard was named male athlete of the year. All right, okay. AP male athlete of the year. Shout out to Kawhi. Um, also, we had a, a something bizarre. We had AB working out for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I've seen so that. we'll have to watch that real close and see what happens there. I, I, so, I, I, I seen the interview with uh, Sean Payton, and Sean Payton said he was very pleased by what he seen. Mm-hmm. AB didn't drop a ball, mm-hmm. so I don't know what's going to happen there with that, but uh, we shall see. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I, I'm baffled by that. All right, so uh, let's see. We got Zach Randolph. 
After 17 years in the NBA, officially called it quits. Um, he is out of the league and he is going off into the sunset. And shout out to Zebo, and uh, we wish him the best. He tried to make a comeback, kind of fell a little short. But uh, Zach Randolph was a dog, man. Yes, he was. He was one of the real dogs. Um, that we had the pleasure of uh, seeing. And I remember that one time him and Booger Cousins oh, got into Oh, man. It, like, I seen that on Twitter, man. That was crazy. Like, that's one of the guys that didn't bite down from Boogie Cousins in the no, NBA. No, no. He told Boogie, hey, where I'm from, bullets get bullet. Bullets get bullet. So, shout out to Zebo, man. Farewell, man. And uh, also, all right, official. It's set. It's done. It's set in stone. Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, February 22nd, Las Vegas MGM Grand. They will have part two. Part two for the World Heavyweight Strap. We're all excited. Yes, we We're are. We're all looking forward to it, and we all will be locked in. So that fight is going to be here before we know it. We are excited, and thank God that it got done. Fury Wilder 2, February 22nd, 20, in 2020. Uh, some uh, other news, Luka Doncic signed with Jumpman. Uh, this is big because you have the two biggest rookies in the NBA, even though Zion hasn't played yet. Zion is also signed with Jordan Brand. So you got Luka and Zion went Jordan Brand. Big deal for Jordan Brand, man. That's big. Uh, shout out to Luka Doncic. And last but not least, uh, we'll, not, we'll have one more thing. So got some of my kids from Florida State. But uh, Oklahoma stud receiver C.D. Lamb officially declared uh, for the NFL draft today. He is the number three receiver on Todd McShay's board. And I'm like, you got some news from uh, some of our boys from Florida State. Yes, uh, D, some great news. Some great news. Great news for all our Nose fans out there. Uh, defensive tackle, a former five-star recruit, Marvin Wilson, will be returning for his senior year at Florida State. And also returning for his uh, red shirt junior year is Scary Terry. Tremaine Scary Terry. Terry. So we will be having our top receiver back and our, our leader on the defensive side of the ball come back for uh, next year. For, with Florida State This is big for Florida State Going into a year Where we really don't know What's going to happen We're looking and hoping Everything's get Get bikes together So this is big news That came out today Yes it is Go Nose man We see you Norvell You out here working baby We see you Alright so Go ahead Black Yeah and shout out Javante Davis On uh, win, uh, on winning Saturday night uh, Lightweight strap uh, 12th round knockout On Marcus Kamboa Gamboa on Saturday night, a 12th round KO. In Atlanta, Shout out Georgia. to Javante Davis. In Atlanta, Georgia, man, they had a live man at the after party. I've seen all the yes, pictures they and did. everything. So Javante had the city turn out for him uh, in Atlanta, man. So shout out uh, Javante Davis, man. Congrats on your win, man, and your title. All right. All right, so that's going to wrap up pretty much everything that we have today. Uh, of course, marquee games in the NFL and the NBA are coming up. Uh, we're transitioning into 2020, man. So just want to say happy, happy, happy new year uh, to everyone. You guys be safe out there uh, while you're bringing in the new year. Black, you got anything you want to add? Yeah, man. Just uh, happy new year to everyone. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, thanks for all the support and love. You know, we're going to continue to give y'all give give y'all all the sports news and have everything rocking and rolling for y'all uh we appreciate everything and all the support yes 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 happy new year once again um and also man you can find us on our instagrams and our twitters you can go to the reduced lunch sports instagram and check us out there uh you know we're going to get more active with it and uh got a lot of new things coming to 2020 man so you can find me on instagram and twitter at Deja Higgs jr both handles both uh pages you can find me there twitter instagram and you can find me at black enl3 on twitter and Instagram, same handle. Yes, sir. And once again, you know, we thank you for all the support and everything. Uh, this has been episode 36 
of the sports disc. It's reduce lunch sport. It's reduce lunch sport. It's reduce lunch sports. <laughs> That's raw there, you know what I'm saying? But you know, you know we gotta, you know, you know what we gotta do. Yeah, right? yeah, you gotta finish that thing all right. Yeah.